coming at you from the Steel City. You're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. Live from 565 Live in Bellevue with the beautiful, I'm I'm your host, Chris, along with me, as always, the beautiful Cheech. Cheech. Producer Cheech, how are you this evening? I'm, I, no complaints, man. No yeah. complaints. My belly's happy. Yes. Down here at 565. We are. We got the whole 565 experience because now we're down here at 565 Live, the speakeasy and stage. We just got some of five, the grill 565 upstairs, some appetizers, some salads. Any thoughts, Cheech, on yeah. what you just ate? Killer, dude. Yeah? <laughs> I just, all I, it, it was just, uh, you know, it was just one of them Pittsburgh chicken salads, a yeah. classic. Yeah. But, but they but they did it right. They, they did were, it right. It, they yeah, did. Really I went good. up. I wanted uh, stuffed peppers because I thought they used to have stuffed peppers here, but I got the meatballs. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Delicious. So I definitely recommend that they as well. Really good. But Cheech, it's fantastic to be back here with you. I was looking forward to it. Uh, not that I don't always look forward to these shows. But uh, in the new venue, it's kind of something new to look forward to. Plus, we have a big show. We have uh, Colin Chamberlain Colin calling Chamberlain. in tonight, zooming in. As you can see, we have this screen up here. Uh, so we're going to be zooming in with him momentarily. I'm excited for that. And he yeah. just had, I watched his uh, special on YouTube. He filmed it at the Improv, I believe. Uh, hello, it's me. So I'm happy to talk to him about that. He has a podcast, so we're going to talk to him all about that stuff. Next week, we have uh, comedian, musician, uh, I think there's he, he, there's nothing he can't do, Terry Jones. So I'm excited to have him for next week. Uh, so definitely subscribe, tune in for all of that. Absolutely. Cheech, we Correct. have these beers of the week that we always do. Yep. And there's more stuff. We There's plenty of stuff we want to talk about. Um, but I do want to get into these beers of the week because I'm very excited for this. I'm yeah, very thirsty. Um, <laughs> when aren't you? Uh, yeah, but like I'm extra, I don't know. Extra this is a new vibe. Today. It's a chill vibe. I'm That's, very happy to be here. And uh, it just calls for a beer. Absolutely. It feels like it calls for a beer. Here. So Cheech, I'll let you go first. Tell everyone about your beer. It's called a very merry unbirthday. Yes. It's a sour ale. With, do you, do you with, know the reference? I, I'm assuming it looks like uh Alice in Wonderland. I believe that's what it is. Yeah, it seems like it. I think it has like the. Mad, I think that's some Mad Hatter Mad stuff. Hatter on it. Yeah, yeah. Can you see the hat? It's a little far. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I do Kinda, see. Yeah. My eyes are no good. But yeah, yeah. Mine that's one. <laughs> mine neither. I'm, I'm I'm gonna assume by the way you you said that you've never seen Alice in Wonderland. Uh, no, no, I have I never seen either of them. I tried to watch it and I kind of fell asleep to the cartoon one when I was younger, and then I tried to watch the Johnny Depp version. And it's just, I feel like at a certain point, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter, like the whole, the the three-headed monster, they, they, they just make the same movie repeat, kind of, yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, okay, now they're a singing barber, but that does this. Now he's yeah. a Kabod Crane, but he still does this. Let me guess. It's going to be real dreary. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's just the same shit. I'm not shitting on him. I love Edward Scissorhands yeah, no, and stuff like that. It's all good stuff. It's definitely all good. It's just kind of this, the same repackage. Yeah, Tim Burton you know? kind of. Yeah. You know what you're in for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
I you don't hate it. I like you know Nightmare Before no. Christmas, mm-hmm. Batman movies. Tim Burton's fantastic, but he is he is kind of repetitive. Let me uh, let me try this one. This is from East End Brewing. I have yet to try a beer from them on air, so I'm excited for them. They're from my neck of the woods, East East End of Pittsburgh, kinda. Right I grew on. up in Point Breeze. Shout out Point Breeze, <laughs> <laughs> Region Square. Point Breeze. Um, but yeah, I've never had one, so this is going to be my live uh, my live tasting. What's Tell it us called? about yours. This one is called I can't even remember. I just saw it. Partly claddy. Partly claddy, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so kind of like today, eh? Spelled phonetically. Yeah, damn straight. You know what? I, I wrote this down because it, it reminds me. Because it was cloudy <laughs> today. It says this is a New England IPA. Uh, tastes like juicy orange juice, palate softness, and haze. Inspired by the overcast we all know and tolerate. <laughs> so I kind of love it. Yeah, let me but, taste it. Uh, this was good, though. This was really good. Um, it's a sour ale with tea, and the tea thing yeah. like intrigued me. It's really smooth. I'm not a big fan of teas in general. No, like I would don't drink either. iced tea. I do kind of like it in and out al- with with, with beer. Like alcohol and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I uh, in and alcohol in and alcohol yeah. Long Island or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, well, well, yeah yeah. Well, I guess there's tea in it. That's why I'm making the right right yeah. right. But uh, no, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. I like. It's very citrusy. I'll yeah. give you that. It's I go very, for the sours for you. Cheech. I love sours. Yeah. Dude. You know I love them. I do. And I usually, I like the, the hazy, juicy IPs. This is, when I want to take <laughs> a drink of this, when I put it up to my nose, I could just inhale like the orange smell. Yeah. It's very That's tasty. Fantastic. It is. I'm ready for a warm weather, Cheech. Oh, dude. I'm, yeah, as you we can gotta see. We got to taste the day again. I'm in shorts today. Yeah. It's It was nice. Like, I just... It's close enough to warm weather, you know? Well, Yesterday was gorgeous, I don't know if you've but. seen that meme. There's always that meme going around. Um, some different things of uh, like the gear in Pittsburgh. And they have like full spring. And I think that's where we are right now. <laughs> full it's, spring? Yeah. It's like Just first winter. Uh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay, then it's like yeah, second yeah. winter. No, I know what you're full talking spring, about. third uh, winter. For sure, yeah. And then it's like a week and a half of comfortable weather. <laughs> and then it's like depth of hell. Yeah, for like how, yeah. you know, four months. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Straight back to the ice cold winter. Yeah. But I'm, I'm noticing this. The older I get, the more like my mood is directly influenced by, by the, the weather. weather. Absolutely. Like if it's... People don't believe in seasonal depression until it's like 60 degrees and sunny out. And then yeah. shit just be hitting different. And everybody's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. Like shit is so for real sure. Out because here, right? I thought that before. I was like, oh, I'm just sad or whatever. Like, yeah, no. And then it's... after doing this, we started this. This is almost going to be a year for us in April. Oh yeah. Um, but after doing that and being busy last summer and spring, and like moving and shaking, yeah. as the kids say, <laughs> and then it got cold out and we slowed down. Yeah. Like I definitely noticed a difference. Well, yeah, it's the lack of vitamin D, my dude. Yeah. Start taking a, a multivitamin every day. Trying to give me some vitamin D, dude. I, <laughs> you know all the vitamin D. Uh, I did that though. I was doing that last summer and or last winter, and it worked. Very, yeah. very much so. It I was thinking that maybe I should take some vitamin D or something. I suggest it. It's not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. Thank you, Cheech. <laughs> I was taking men's one a day. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> you highly recommend <laughs> I it? I highly recommend Did you notice a complete change in your behavior? No, absolutely not. But like I wasn't okay, so, so it could shitty just every be, day. You could just be putting a jelly bean in your mouth, essentially. It could be a placebo. No, 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 no. The vitamin D is real. That's a real thing. Is vitamin D in the men's yes. one a day? Yes. Like oh, a it's lot all part of it. Of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. What else do they have in the Mexican day? Vitamin you, B. You don't want to tell us? I don't know what else it's is like in KFC it. secret. Oh, I, I have no. <laughs> 26 herbs and spices. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I just saw vitamin D on it and was like, fuck, that's what I need. And yeah. <laughs> I stopped looking at what else. Well, there. there you go. Follow us for more medical advice from uh, <laughs> Dr. Cheech. Cheech, do you want to get into. We have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Or we can start with the stuff to do in Pittsburgh. So. Uh, let's start with, uh, stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. Let's get stuff to do in the Pittsburgh. Cause we definitely want to hit them. And I think I might ramble about, I have five things on the chart for random things and we definitely got to get to two of them. Yeah. And a couple if of, not them, three, a couple if not of them, three, I feel like we'll be talking about it for a Abs- second. Absolutely. So let's, I think Liz is, uh, Liz gave us the info this week. So I believe so. Cheech, whenever you're ready. Here we go. Hey everyone, it's Liz from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh, and we are back again this week to tell you some of the best things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. Now we are super, super excited because of course it is Pittsburgh Patties Weekend, so we have have a ton of awesome St. Patrick's Day events for you guys, starting with the Pittsburgh St. Patrick's Day Parade. Of course, this is one of our favorites, and Pittsburgh actually has the second largest St. Patrick's Day Parade in the world. So make sure, come out, support, have fun. It starts at 10 a.m. If you guys want to know the route, make sure to download our St. Patrick's Day Parade Map route. And it also has some surrounding bars next to it, which is super fun. Next, we have Parade Day at Riley's Poorhouse. Doors also open at 10 a.m. There's going to be live entertainment all day. Awesome drinks, awesome food. It's going to be an overall great time. Then we have Kegs and Eggs at City Works. Now this one is one of our favorites. Of course, it is a 21 and up, so make sure to leave the kiddos at home for this. But of course, who doesn't love a Kegs and Eggs, especially on St. Patrick's Day weekend? So if you want more information on these and even more events happening this weekend, check out our weekend guide. See you guys. The lovely Liz from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. The lovely Liz. I forgot I was supposed to talk. I was so entranced by all the, all the events <laughs> going on. That's okay. Cheech, no, we, always, I, we always let it go for a minute. Cheech, anything catch your fancy that you'd like to start with? It's all pretty much the same kind of general St. Patrick's Day. Right, right. Just shenanigans. Kind of stuff. But I was, I was really surprised to hear that we have like a massive St. Patrick's I had no idea that we, that we were like at like the top I of the list. I absolutely believe that. I, <laughs> the second biggest? In the world? In the world? Why not? I mean, I, what about Ireland? Yeah, but I think <laughs> you know the thing, what I'm saying, do the they not that, have the like? Yeah, but I think maybe it's like okay, so what? We know St. Patrick's Day. It's like it's too much of a of a thing, you know. They're too exposed to it. They're numb. Yeah, okay, to it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? I got gotcha. you. So I'm it's saying still a, it's still like a novelty. Pittsburgh, toss. besides fireworks, number two is probably parades. People in <laughs> Pittsburgh okay. love a parade. Damn straight, you're not. They wrong. don't need a reason. No, yeah. So I absolutely <laughs> they don't believe need that. A reason. It's all like anything. Like no, uh, you're not wrong. Like yeah, Italian yeah. Day, Kennywater, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. All all the nationalities and stuff always turn out in Pittsburgh for Damn whatever straight. it is. Very. Uh, and other people show up. Like I, I'm not Italian at all, but I'd go to Little Italy days because it's awesome in Bloomfield. Giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything uh, tickle your fancy on this list, Chris? Um, the thing that uh, did catch my eye, uh, Riley's Poorhouse. Yeah, I've right. never heard of Riley's Poorhouse, but it looks fantastic. No, I look. Wait, where is that? I don't know. Scroll down a little bit. Does it say right there? I can't no, read just click this. on that, Cheech, and I'll talk a little bit. I've never heard of Riley's Poorhouse. 
Um, it looks awesome. I'm Irish, and I click enjoy on that. it. If you click the where it says Riley's Poor House. I can't read. Okay. You're, we'll my, figure it out. My, post, I, my eyes are horrible. Well, you know what? Everybody, if you are if you have the capability of listening to this show, you have the capability of Googling <laughs> of where clear, Riley's yeah, Poor House yeah. is. We it does, it does it. look sick, though. It looks, based on the picture, I'm going to go with Strip District. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Harp and fiddles over there, and they don't want to be battling Irish areas. So who knows? But uh, anywhere is Irish on St. Patrick's Day, right? (laughs) That's what they all say. Are you a St. Patrick's Day? You go out for St. Patrick's Day? Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. It's too much. Like no, I'm out, dude. I can get drunk. Like I don't need an excuse to get drunk. Yeah. You know, I don't need anybody who who knows what they're talking about knows not to go out there. It's just too like there's too many people. Everybody's the people an that asshole. never go Everybody out go a, out there, right? And then they get they get absolutely wasted and like it's yeah. just the, and the people that you know work in restaurants and stuff ourselves. Yes, you know, I think you're extra keen to things like that. Yeah, man. I mean, you see all you see it out like yeah. you see everything. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we work in different kind of restaurants, but like. For say for me, like for Mother's Day, if I'm waiting on a table on Mother's Day, a lot of times it's people who don't typically go out. I work in a more fine yeah. dining kind of thing, yeah. so it's like, oh, let's do the fancy dinner, and then here you go. Right. The normal people I get are going to tip twenty five percent, maybe for me, if not more. Yeah. Because of the expert service as well as the show that I put on for each and every customer. Absolutely, I've seen um, you in action. It's fantastic. Oh, you've dude. seen me in it's special beautiful. action. Beautiful. I've seen you in normal and special action. <laughs> Both are great. Hey. Man, I get the job done. You're fantastic. Yeah. I would like to mention that uh, Wooden Angel had the best dessert in Beaver County. Dude, we haven't gotten nominated. We haven't, we've gotten runner up for like appetizer the past like three years. I don't even give a shit. We cook above Beaver County. Just saying. Well, you know what? I don't know if there's a a podcast in Beaver County. Unfortunately, we record in Pittsburgh and Bellevue. Yeah. So. You know, but there's none that I know of. No, well, well they should be listening out in Beaver County anyway. Well, yeah, damn straight. Obviously, yeah. we're but, both uh, there enough. I yeah. live there. You're still there enough. Yeah, I mean. I'm there more often than not. But right. uh, Riley's Poor House <laughs> definitely yeah. stopped there. Um, kegs yeah, and eggs. Have you ever have you ever done no, a keg? I've, not, I've never. I'm not an e- eggs. I mean, what do you like, do? So you what? drink breakfast? Drink bougies. Ba- <laughs> We should do, and we're going to do at the end of the year, a end of the year, like award show kind yeah. of thing for the week. Yes. Uh, our anniversary would be uh, April 12th, but I think it's April 11th is the Monday. So we're going to do our show then. Right and we're going to have, you know, best, best sound drops, best clips. And I, I think maybe me butchering a question or <laughs> whatever I'm trying to say. I feel like at least one of the stuff to do in Pittsburgh things every week, I completely butcher. Yeah, it's okay. But we're anyway, not, we're not perfect. What's the best way to have an egg? I don't know, man. Chef Cheech. I mean, I I love me an omelet. Yeah. But I also love me like a. You like go a, out like to breakfast. breakfast sandwich. You like go out breakfast to breakfast sandwich. Breakfast sandwich is the correct answer Dude, for I, anything. Dude, I, I got one this morning. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast sandwich is the way to go because you get everything you like and then it's all it's, it's all, portable. Yep. And it's like it's easy to eat. It's got the bread to soak up all the bullshit from the night before. It's just I think breakfast is the number one thing where like you want all of it in one bite. Like if I went out to dinner, I could enjoy my potato. I could yeah. enjoy my steak. If I'm not, if I'm not my getting my asparagus, whatever I'm doing. Breakfast, I want it all on my fork at once. So Dude, if I'm it. not getting a breakfast sandwich, I'm getting like 
a scramble. You know what yeah. I'm you know what I'm talking about where they put the potatoes with the home fries and the cheese and like cr- like ba- like cut up bacon and shit. Yeah, all in one, baby. Absolutely. I'm into it. Hell yeah. There's Kid. few things in life that are better better than melted cheese. I could agree. Okay. <laughs> I could definitely. But these cakes and eggs, I've never been to one of those things. But no, that's me like, I feel like that's too early for me to get uh, around people. What time is it? I don't know, but I would assume if it's breakfast, scroll down a little bit. There you go. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Yeah, I'm out. I'm all about drinking that early, but I don't think you need to throw in the breakfast aspect for me. I feel like that just, just gets say, you Just say, come sick. down and have a beverage. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let's be, have, I'm let's down. have Bloody Marys and mimosas. And I don't want eggs. No, I'm no not worries. a breakfast guy, that Cheech. I like, I like, you know, I, I like having a sandwich. I'll, I'll have a buffalo chicken for breakfast. I never, I don't know, man. Like, I never eat breakfast, but yeah. the few times that I do, I'm like, damn, I should do this more. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I like if I do, like, it's, it's the aforementioned breakfast sandwich. Yeah, true. But it looks like mostly uh, St. Patrick's Day kind of stuff. If anybody does go out, just be careful because Absolutely. not only worrying about yourself. But there's other people who are, like we said, they're amateurs. That's when people go out, watch yourself, you know, just be conscientious. Even if you're not drinking, other people are. Absolutely. Cheech, let's get into some of, some of the big topics. The hot um, topics. Let, let's touch on this real fast. Um, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, <laughs> I noticed, have a new billboard out by Robinson. I, I Bearded and it. couldn't be happier. Damn straight. Dude. And there's so another billboard by that. Neville Island I saw of them. You know, shout out to Shenderovich, Shenderovich, Fishman. I did find out one of the Shenderoviches, Shenderovi, I guess. <laughs> one of them's name's Ed. So, yeah. Ed, Shen- Ed Shenderovich. I can't even say it. Yeah. So, uh, but they're they're looking like they're living their best life. And I could not be happier for the Shenderovich clan. Yeah. Uh, big, and Fishman. Big I'm not out yeah. from uh, big the Poor Man's Podcast, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we support them very much. So I definitely wanted to touch on that. I definitely wanted to touch on that. I was listening to the radio. I'm driving to work today, and they were yeah. talking about best cereals. And they said best milk after the cereal. That is a go-to question myself. You could ask anybody in the Bridgewater area who has seen me drunk. That's a go-to question I like to ask Best people. breakfast cereal? Best residual milk after the cereal. <sighs> What's yours? Um, I'm, What's your answer? I, I like Count Chocula. Okay. I like a bit of a chocolate milk. I like tricks. Tricks is a little bit fruity. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, if I'm going for more of a, you know, adult flavor. <laughs> more, I guess. For a more refined palate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm sipping it out of my saucer with my pinky out. Straight from the bowl with the straw coming out of it. You know what I mean? You ever yeah. see those bowls that have the straw built in? That's what I'm talking about. That's you oh, in okay. the morning just drinking the milk. Yeah. That's how I see it. I think I can't drink milk anymore, though. It's uh, like, I'm, it's like now that I'm older, up. I think I'm lactose intolerant. Developed over the years. I huh? guess so, Too man. Too much milk? Were you, did, were you a heavy... Heavy dairy and milk drinker before? Yeah, yeah. I had a, had a rehab yeah, for man. my... <laughs> no. Chris was gone for the... <laughs> Ironically, I got a lot of vitamin D from, from the milk, but none from the sun. <laughs> need that multivitamin. I know, man. man. I need that one a day. The men's whatever. Men's want, men's one a day. Yeah. Good stuff, Cheech. Um, let's, get, let's get in. Oh, there's there's two things that we need to get into, and then we're going to take a break. Yep. We'll come right back with Colin. Um Let's get to the uh, Lens Crafter commercial first, Cheech. This is one of the worst slogans I've ever heard. And I think it is kind of uh, a marker for where we are in this day and age, societally. Societally. 
Yeah, go ahead, bring where, it up. Where is it? Oh, click click, click on the internet page that the stuff to do in Pittsburgh was on. Oh, is that just on a different yeah, tab? Yeah, click the other tab. Chris had me all hooked up here. You see it? Well, anyway, while you work at it, it is one of the worst things. Um, it's lazy, but I think it like appeals to people because they understand what it is. So, Cheats, go ahead and play it. Expertly tailored eye care. State-of-the-art eye exams. High-quality lenses and frames. Because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. Book your annual eye exam now. LensCrafters. Because sight. Because sight. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you, did you hear that? So, <laughs> the new slogan is, because sight, you know? Everybody Why, why should you see. get glasses? Why do you need glasses? Because sight. Because sight, obviously. Because like somebody's sight. dirty little whore, man. <laughs> God damn. Like, it doesn't, it's not, remember when it used to be, like, make sense? Like, I can't remember another that slogan, has but to, that ain't the one. That has to just be for people 30 and under. I just don't Like, under, if you said because, because sight to my dad, you would think they were having a I stroke. I don't understand. Yeah, that's not even a sentence. Yeah. It's not a full it's sentence. It's not even a thought. No. Hardly. I don't, like, well, the, <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> We're, we're I lazy, don't, man. It sounds like something a drunk we're person lazy. would say. We're lazy now. People like if you asked lazy. if you asked a drunk person why they were looking <laughs> at you, they'd be like, "Because sight, be, because sight, sight." What's because. your favorite cereal milk? Because sight. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm saying that's what the drunk guy would no, say. No, I get it. I what get it. F- that's well, retarded. That? That, that's dumb. Because that's really sight dumb. doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Complete a thought, please. No, no sense. No sense whatsoever. Cheats, what time we got right now? Uh, we're good. We have enough time to talk six. about this important thing. And I hate this. This is just another kind of segment where we're just going to say shit that I hate. <laughs> and we're going to point it out. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, because I need a platform. <laughs> Cheats, you can close out of that screen. Okay. Now bring up the picture of the gentleman. Cheats, as you can see, for the people watching, you have to watch on Facebook Live. We're here at 565 Live in Bellevue. So you definitely have to check that out. Uh, you can kind of see on there. But you, if not, we'll, we'll, we'll post the picture with uh, when we post the episode. And it's some guy. And it, what what's being said here isn't as important as the overall message of why I hate this guy. He says, being held accountable, underlined, may feel like an attack if you're not ready to acknowledge how your poor decisions impact others. Okay, sure. Maybe that's your point. Cheech, this is what I want to say to this. Why do you have to write it down in a dry erase marker on a giant board and take a, and picture, take a picture of, look at, look at me, look at me. This is what I think. It's You could type that on Twitter or on Facebook or on whatever you want. Just type that, get your thought out, but no, it's I also have to be part of it. Look at me. Look at this picture. Women, uh, I mean, I guess everyone does it all the time. <laughs> but predominantly, predominantly women will do this. They'll, they'll post a picture of them where they think they look good. Yeah. Or they, you know, they probably do look good. They, yeah. they post a picture, which is all fine. Like, With go ahead. With a caption that means absolutely exactly. nothing. Dude, people <laughs> just be thirsty nowadays, man. Social media has made it so that people have to but post it's stuff this like, kind I love of shit plums. to feel good. It makes them feel good about themselves. But like 
the, the selfie makes no sense because like it used to be it used to be I would at least put a song lyrics or something absolutely they don't even do that anymore no, man. they're like it's sunny out uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> their tits hanging out of their their shirt which yeah. is fine do whatever you right, want but, man but like maybe just but I hate know, I hate be because honest it about all what feel, you're looking for. this feels like how that feels is just it's it's a false like. Let's say that it's in the name of this, but really, it's a Trojan horse is what it is, Cheech. It's a Trojan horse, Damn and we're straight. being pl- plundered. <laughs> being Pillaged plundered. and plundered. Absolutely, we are, for likes. That's yeah. What, yeah. Now, That's bring exactly up, you can close that one out. Bring up the other picture <laughs> as well, if you don't mind. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, there you go. Uh, we're, we're definitely trying to bring in some more uh, technology with this. So, there we go. Now, this woman... She uh, she posted something. She posted a picture of herself and says, tell me something that I don't know. And then here's a picture of me at sunset, full makeup and hair done, <laughs> which is fine. But just be like, this is me in Miami. Enjoying Why, the weather. Tell me something I don't know. On and vacation. Then, Cheech, we can't get the hell away from it. I don't know what it is. Scooby-Doo comes back and, and all the time into the show. All like the I time. said, it's like every other week. And I mentioned it last week and Rachel let us know that she hated it. I think everybody hates Scooby-Doo. It seems like, but it says Scooby, Scooby, <laughs> Scooby-Doo <laughs> is basically a show that teaches kids that the villains in our lives are usually not strangers, but rather than people we know and trust. <laughs> that's something she didn't know. That's something I didn't know, that's something but I we all know they're either. narcissists now. So, yeah. That's Absolutely. what matters. So Damn keep sure. watching us on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. What a great transition. Yeah. Well, I don't want to run over. And, and Colin's a busy guy. So I'm no, no, no. Colin. That was just a perfect. Uh, <laughs> I applaud you. Well, I butchered it now. And we, we come to an end. But Cheech, let's take a break and let's set up uh, Zoom with Colin. And we'll be right back with him. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, what's up? This is Jeff Van Ass, and you're watching the Poor Man's Podcast. What, you want the yuppie cast? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at 565 Live in Bellevue. Producer Cheech and our guest right now, comedian Colin Chamberlain. Colin, how are you doing this evening? What's up, guys? Um, I, I feel like there's at least two of you in this room. There Maybe are. There's yeah, there's two. The um, way, yeah, the way we have it set up is with a computer, but the computer is only on oh, is probably only pr- on me. Yeah, it's only on your left ear uh, right now. So, Colin, uh, yeah. everybody on Facebook and Instagram that's watching <laughs> can see a TV screen of you, but just know that the camera for Colin is just Cheech's ear. It's just my yeah, my headphone. <laughs> I mean, you, I, you're looking good. Is it my good <laughs> side, man? <laughs> Wait. Cheech, feel yeah. free at any point to just take the computer and, and give it give it a little turn. We'll, we'll give you a little You got a good profile. The okay, there we go. Yeah, you can kind of see. Nice. There you go. Oh, sweet. Well, thank looking you for taking good, the time dude. to join us tonight, Colin. Oh, okay. thanks for having me. Excited to be uh, here with you virtually. This is... What a world we live in, huh? They're yeah, this is pretty... Where are you technology. tonight? Are you in New York? I'm in New York. Yeah, I'm currently in my apartment in Queens. So I'm just hanging out at my kitchen table, a.k.a. office. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when you live in a small space, you just a lot of rooms take on wear many hats. You oh, know? believe so, me, yeah. I understand. We're, we're glad to finally be doing the show from here now. So my living room doesn't have to wear one of the hats as the studio. Yeah. Yeah. It's always uncomfortable when you have. 
like guests on a podcast. That's why I was so happy that everything went virtual because uh, <laughs> it was just awkward being like, hey, you want to do my podcast? And then people would come over and it would just be on my couch. I was like, this is strange. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, you also have to vet the cu- the customers, the the guests. Like, okay, this Who person's funny and yeah. doesn't seem like they'd take my stereo. Right. If that's something yeah. people still have. And more just a thing of like, who am I going to allow to see the way I live a little bit? Yeah. You know, like that's that's a real vulnerable place to be to just be like, Oh, those are the pictures you decided to hang. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I just got to be careful. You so. have that many different snack cakes, ho hos, and <laughs> yeah. Swiss rolls. Wow, you couldn't right. pick, so you went with both. Yeah. <laughs> how Doesn't long have show. you been? How long have you been up in New York? I've been in New York coming up on three years, I think. Uh, yeah. Sort of time is. I don't know if you guys read the papers over the last couple of years. But uh, time is, was a little bit of a blur for a little bit. Yeah. Um, there was sort of a weird thing where uh, everyone thought they were going to die. And uh, so that, that made it weird. But I think I moved to New York like September of 2019. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I moved into my apart, my old apartment. So it's coming up on three years, I guess. Yeah. And how, how do you like it up there? Yeah. So far, so good. No yeah. complaints besides everything. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's it's great. Um, you know, it's it's the way I describe it is it was the hardest thing that I ever did was move to New York and, and like continue my comedy career. I think it was the best thing I could have done, though. Yeah. And uh, it, it just feels you know what it feels like? It feels like if you're playing um, Monopoly and like you've got all the fake money. So you're like. Okay, I could buy whatever I want. You know, let's get some hotels. And then, like halfway through the game, they go, "Oh, we're we're using your real money now." And you're like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, that's what it feels like. They like all the stakes have been raised. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> so, but it's good. I I really enjoy the city. And uh, as far as comedy goes, I I feel like there's nowhere for for a big mecca of comedy. I feel like this is it. You right, know. I was going to say, besides, I mean, that probably Chicago and Los Angeles, right, would be kind of the, yeah. the big three markets that you see with that. What is uh, something that uh, coming to New York you you uh, had to get used to, I guess? Something, you know, obviously a much bigger city. Yeah. Or is the audience yeah. much different? The, yeah, there was a lot of, lot of things different. You know, one... Um, well, I mean, you're just surrounded by comedy. So yeah. it really does make you put yourself into a different gear of like there, there really isn't. And I don't know if you can hear in the background, the sirens, I've, that's just been my life every day since I moved here, just random sirens. Uh, yeah. You just hope they don't stop outside of your house. Uh, <laughs> Are you but, living in uh, the McKeesport of the Bronx? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun here. <laughs> it's very safe. Um, or any but, town, uh, you know, not just McKeesport. It could be McKees rocks. Yeah. Eddie McKees. Right. My, my <laughs> hometown. Uh, yeah. So, um, I would say the biggest thing though is, yeah, like you just turn, you feel like there is no day off here. Like, and you have to do that because everybody around you, if you come here for whatever you come here for Mm -hmm. comedy, theater, fashion, tech, finance, everybody here is trying to do it at the highest level. And it really is like, if you, if you don't also do it that way, you're going to get left behind and it's so expensive and so (laughs) tough to live in sometimes that it's like well if you're not going to do it that much and pursue it that hard then what are you doing living right, here? like yeah. there are so many easier places to live if you're trying to like 
just chill. Uh, so yeah, that was the biggest adjustment of like, I, I felt like I took things um, probably for granted when I lived in Pittsburgh a little bit, especially towards my time ending there and moving here. It was a real change of like, okay, this is, this is big boy time, yeah. time to, time to really put Pull your money where your mouth is. Yeah. So, well, I would assume there's a, a lot more people there, obviously, but I would assume there's also more opportunity. Like they, you could go any day of the week, right. And go do it to, you know, a mic or two in the same night. Right. Yeah. I mean, as far as mics, you know, when I moved yeah. here, the Creek in the cave was still very popular here. It was still open here. And that was a really fun place to go um, because you could do multiple mics in a night. That was the other adjustment. You know, I, I did comedy in six for six years in Pittsburgh. And when I left, I was pretty regularly at the improv. I was like working a lot of the, the, the sort of the Western PA circuit of like the fire halls and the fundraisers. And, you know, you do a show at the arcade and you're working, you're working. You feel like you're, you know, I was starting to work the road more and then you come here and nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> cares what you've done. Yeah. There's, there's somebody that's been doing three years of comedy in New York the whole time. And they are well beyond I am as far as like status in the city, you know? Yeah. So that's a huge adjustment of just taking, you're taking down several notches, you know? Yeah. So how long your, your recent uh, kind of stand up, I guess, album that came out also on YouTube. Uh, Hello, it's me. I highly recommend I've, I've seen it and I've listened to it actually. So um, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. I highly recommend it to anybody out there listening. How long did that take you to work on? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So <clears throat> Helium Records, uh, Helium Comedy Records, the label that did it, they reached out to me. Actually, I guess it would have been October or November, November of um, 2019. No, 20. When, when, when was the election? 2020? Is that it? 20, uh, 2021? 20, yes, um, 2020. 2020. So, so there was definitely so one in 2012 in, and yeah, then 20. 16, I think. Okay. So yeah, yeah, you got it. Perfect. Thank God somebody's <laughs> on the ball here. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I remember yeah. starting. Yeah, yeah, so I don't 12. know who was on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't like it was a major, uh, yeah. election or anything. That everybody yeah. felt like there was a gun to their head. No uh, but like you were you saying were a second ago, like my concept of time is so messed up. Yeah. I, right. I, the the past two or three years has just felt like a year, you know. Absolutely. That's what comic, I'm saying. That I was like, like that was like last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, and as a comic, I feel like you know I'm working. I'm like, what do I got next week? I'm yeah. looking at like the next two weeks, and that's as far as I go down the calendar, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that process, they reached out to me. They said they wanted to if I was interested in doing an album with them. Yeah. I said, yes, uh, I was going to be in Raleigh where their um, headquarters for the record label is uh, coming up. And they were like, do you want to record your album this weekend? And I was like, no, because we just had, you know, the pandemic was still going on, but it was starting to slow down a little bit until they brought out Delta. And the, so it was sort of like the phase before Delta. And we were like, I was like, no, I haven't been on stage really regularly. I don't want to just record it on a whim. Yeah. It's also, it was the weekend that Joe Biden won the election. So it was maybe the most tense weekend as far as like how people were feeling. I was like, yeah. I don't necessarily need this as my audience for my first album. It's just yeah. a bunch of people, <laughs> you know, refreshing CNN 
to either be really happy or really yeah. mad, uh, you know. So, um, but then, then the process just started of like booking as many shows as I could to work on the set, to work on the jokes. You know, I went through. God, it, it is crazy. I haven't thought about this in a while, but like the jokes that I started with, I had them all on note cards, and they were all on a uh, like a whiteboard I have in my house, yeah. house apartment, and uh, and I. I changed it so many times. Like I, I was just moving jokes around and taking jokes out and putting jokes in. And we eventually recorded it in August uh, of uh, last year. So, you know, quite a turnaround, quite some time had passed. Um, I wanted to do it at the improv. I wanted to wait till things were open at full capacity. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, we had to wait for a lot of things, but it was worth it because I got to really, and man, I did some wild shows to like, run the hour. I mean, I was performing in parking lots. I was <laughs> performing sick, in like dude. literally behind like windows on like a drive-in radio sort of system. Like hustling, yeah. man. Uh, I yeah. That. I, I was doing Zoom shows like crazy. I would just host like I put on Instagram but like I was like if I can get 10 people to come to a Zoom show tomorrow night that would be great. I'll give you, you know, yeah. free show. I'll like just watch me let just not even watch just listen if you could to me run this hour (laughs) so i can work on jokes so you know you just do everything i can't remember which comedian came on i think it was andreas o'rourke he said for some of those zoom shows like you would tell your jokes but they would mute a lot of people so you would only hear like one person laughing back and it got really weird yeah yeah dude i did a (laughs) show i did a college gig um over the pandemic because so many things went virtual and uh colleges were trying to find virtual entertainment so i did a college gig in my bedroom i was on zoom for an hour and they i get on to check in and they're like okay you're in the zoom waiting room then you get on and i'm like so are we able to like unmute some of the students that watch and like put their videos on so they can participate a little bit you know it just helps me you know, like, well, actually, we can't because uh, we're broadcast like we're hooking you up to a screen in a student union. So yeah. you won't be able to see or hear any of the audience. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, so I did an hour of jokes, not with like with no timing, no thing of like, are they laughing? Are they not laughing? Is someone talking? Yeah. I did an hour of jokes of to silence, just just looking at myself as I'm looking, that, you know, into the screen right now. Yeah, and I was going to say, it must feel a lot like this interview. Yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about well, that. Well, dude, you know what it feels <laughs> like is, you know how sometimes when you say, like, a word over and over again, yeah. and it starts to not sound like a word? Correct. Yeah. Like, you're like, is that a word? Yeah. That's how I felt about my entire act. <laughs> like, I, I was like, am I saying jokes? Like, like there was a, there was a distinct moment i remember you know you have to be clean and i'm clean but there was a real distinct moment of i was probably about 25 minutes in i had like another 20 30 minutes to go and i remember in my head being like oh you can't freak out like you're about to freak out you're about to snap but you can't you can't do it because you need this money and uh and i I just like you talk yourself down in your head while you're telling jokes. It's crazy. It's yeah. it's it's absolutely insane. Yeah, that that sounds terrifying. At the same time, when when you start thinking too much, like just from us talking, like if I stop and think, like you haven't swallowed in a minute, that's weird. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, how how often do you normally swallow? 
that's right. something you normally yeah. like. Lips and then once I start thinking about dry. it, and then my my mouth gets dry, and I like mumble and stuff. Speaking of uh, bad situations, though, Colin, you also do your podcast Hell Gigs. Can you tell us a little bit yeah. about that? Yeah. So the podcast's premise is uh, comedians and, and entertainers. We've had some singers and songwriters on. It's their worst shows, and uh, the the idea came from like you would go to a I'd be at a club or I'd be, you know, somewhere in the city, you know, whatever. And you you do the show and the show was fun. But the most fun was talking to the other comics before or after the show in the green room about like other places that they don't like yeah. and clubs that they don't like. And yeah. I was like, this is so this is the funniest part of the night. And nobody hears this. Uh -huh. Um so, yeah, I decided like everybody else during the pandemic to start a podcast and it was something I had thought about for a while. And uh, yeah, I started a podcast where I would talk to comics about their worst uh, shows and their craziest shows. And it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's crazy to see how many different stories there are, but also how similar they all are. Like everybody has the same experience just in a different town. Yeah. I think that's something that uh, producer Cheech and myself can relate to. We both work in a restaurant. So like there's kind of that thing where if you talk to other people in the service industry, in, oh my industry. God. I made that like 12 <laughs> syllables. Industry. industry. <laughs> yeah. uh, they kind of understand. So that's, I understand that camaraderie kind yeah. of. And just from doing this show, from when we've had, you know, comedians on, we had, you know, uh, uh, photographers and different people like that. The The most fun part is when they like kind of hang out after and we talk to them and like just that kind of stuff. I understand like the funniest part of the show, not even being on stage, it being in the green room after. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a feeling of like, you can let your guard down when you're around people that you, that you are sort of, you have that camaraderie with, you have a similar, uh, profession and stuff like that and comic like art is so weird because like especially stand-up i feel like where it's so specific and so many weird things happen and no one can relate to it except people that have also been through it like yeah. that's what i love about comedy is like i have friends that are comics that are 50 some years old and yeah. i have friends that are comics that are like 19 20 just starting and we could all sit and talk and it would be like, you have no idea the ages. You don't think about that. You don't think about anything besides that. Like we're all the same. We're yeah, all the same yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the Vietnam war guy too. Like, or, you know, talking to somebody else, you see like those guys, you know, telling their war stories. It's probably similar to that. Colin, are you going to tell us uh, one of your worst gigs? Yeah, I could tell you, uh, yeah. it'd be hard to pick one. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I always go back. This is my favorite, one of my favorite stories to tell. Um, so when I first started stand up, uh, I started in Pittsburgh, maybe the first, maybe like two years, I was just, uh, you just take, every, I mean, I still take everything I can, uh, but <laughs> you take really everything that you can get. And I had a call from a friend of my dad's he used to work with at an old job and he goes, Hey, I hear you do comedy now, which is the worst thing anyone can say. Yeah. To you. Uh, I hear you so might goes, do this. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm exactly. not really He's, sure. Right. That's so worse he than wasn't, not exactly, that was the thing. He wasn't positive. Done. Yeah. But he, he, so he, he gets on the phone. He's like, I want to book you for like a private gig. And I had heard about private gigs, never done one, but I'm like, all right, let's go. And so he goes, uh, what's your rate? And I, I didn't even know how to answer that. I was like, 
uh, I don't know, how does $50 sound? And he was like, yeah, that sounds great, which <laughs> yeah. is always a mistake. Always yeah. say more <laughs> than you think. Whenever because... they get really excited, that's a bad sign. Yeah, he's like, 50 bucks? That's a tank of gas. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he was like, all right, the show is like, a, it's going to be for like my daughter and her friends. He doesn't give me a lot of details. He's like, it's they're going to the prom. I want you to meet us at this thing. And, you know, it, it'll be like a 30-minute thing. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm so amped up that I'm doing like this private show. I don't even like think about the details of it. So as we get closer, he tells me he wants me to meet him at Phipps Conservatory, which if you're from Pittsburgh, you know, is the big famous like greenhouse in Oakland and stuff, right. you know, where people take wedding photos. And, and he goes, and I start to get more information. So what it was, it was his daughter in high school it was her and uh, like six of her friends were going to phipps conservatory to take photos before their prom and i was going to show up and surprise them and follow them around and tell jokes while they did that <laughs> he thought this he thought this is what a high school girl and six of her friends best friends on the biggest night of their life so far uh wanted, <laughs> wanted to see it was see. like That's a 22 great. year old 23 year old talking about like dating and in like mcdonald's <laughs> like so it was horrible it was hor like it, i showed up and i'm sitting there waiting for them to get there and they pull up in this big black like escalade and the dad that books me gets out in like a tux and he plays it like it's a complete surprise he goes colin what are you doing here this is my friend colin he's a comedian totally throws me under the bus and I just have to start like doing, I'm doing crowd work essentially. I'm like, hey, what's up? Homework is crazy. <laughs> you know, like, what's going on with math now? What, what's all these letters? You know, like yeah. I'm doing like Science, the dumbest I and right? I had to follow them around for 45 minutes and, and tell like jokes that they were, they were so upset. At one point of the night, one of the girls left the group and just went and sat down. She just went and sat down to get away from me. And That's then here's awful. how I knew best part of the story, Damn, man. how I knew my time was up, how I was getting the light <laughs> was, was <laughs> yeah. One of the moms comes over, they were taking pictures and I'm like, I'm at this point, I'm, I'm going to the lowest level of comedy. I'm like, it's like, physical shtick comedy where I'm like trying to photobomb them. I'm trying to like, like get them to hold goofy things while they're Pulled taking Pulled out photos. your prop trunk. <laughs> I mean, I might as well. I might yeah. as well have had like props, you know, like goofy sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was moms, thinking. Yeah. One of the moms finally comes over and goes, I think we've had enough of this. And, <laughs> and that was it. And then he paid me my $50. He goes, tough crowd, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yes. And and then we get on the elevator and I go to my car and that was it. And it was, it was seriously the one of the strangest, I mean, it's a funny Shit. story now, but I could feel it creeping back up into me, the, the feelings of going through it. And it was honestly one of the worst, most embarrassing things I've ever been That's a part of. So it was, it was horrible. I, I, I don't so, mean to laugh so hard. So like, sorry. Uh, it's so, uh, out of touch he was with his daughter and what she wanted. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, that's what's so could funny you think about of anything it. worse. At least you weren't like forty-five years old. I guess. Yeah, that would be a lot worse. That might like. be the only yeah. way to make that any worse. Right. Yeah. At least I was somewhat like I, I had been to high school somewhat recently, yeah. so it was like I could. You might have had the bit. same teachers. <laughs> right. Yeah. But even then, I was like, oh, it was so bad. I remember. Dude, this is so dumb. But I remember the uh, 
one of my what I thought was gonna really kill was we got onto the elevator and I just kept pressing all the buttons <laughs> when we were all on the elevator together. Yeah. I thought that'd be funny. Yeah. And it was not it was not funny. People did not like that. I would want to murder like you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'd be it was so, so bad. bad if I was sitting like, Who is elevator? this guy? Yeah. Why is he following us? <laughs> right. Right. Why yeah. is he wearing was, those glasses? I remember still? I remember talking to the photographer, like eventually just talking to him and being like, he was like, What are you doing? I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like I feel like you I'm and doing. me are really yeah. we're one in the same tonight. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh one. God, we were that's great. We were talking, we had the Yajaga podcast on last week. And yeah. uh John was telling us that you did one of your well, you did one of the first comedy shows where we are right now, five six five Live in Bellevue, could you tell us a little bit about the stage we're sitting on right now? Yeah, dude. We, uh, myself and Reza Wadney used to run a show there. Um, we ran it for a couple, uh, a couple shows and we had a lot of fun. We, it was, it was a pretty, our first couple were a blast because that's such a cool venue. It's, it's low ceilings. It's sort of like cellar type, you know, it's, it's, it's dark, it's intimate. You can really pack people into the stage. Those are the perfect places for comedy. But it did get a little out of hand at, towards the end. Like we had some uh, some rowdy crowds by the end of it. And <laughs> the last one we did was the worst where it was just like we had like people were hammered drunk, like heckling. I remember Mike Wysocki was on the show and I always <laughs> just looked up to him like he was so cool because he was on the radio and he was just like he was on Arsenio Hall. And I just thought he was the coolest dude and he's doing our show. And they're like heckling Mike Wysocki and He's such a like a funny, smart comic, and they're not even giving him like the time of day. <laughs> and I remember going up in between sets because Ray and I were like co-hosting the show and just freaking out. It was like that guy's a pits. He's a legend in this town, <laughs> and you're you won't even let him get through. And then like one of the someone at the bar like was really chatty, and like I ended up like flipping out. I thought we were gonna fight. It was insane. It was truly, it, it turned crazy, but. To no fault of the venue, it was just like, <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things where we, the ship had run its course. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we stayed a little too long. We, we, we did one too many shows. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was where we, we, we had some fun nights there. Yeah. They were saying you did a pretty good Elton John impression on the piano here. Oh yeah, that was nice of them to say. I uh, yeah, <laughs> that you know, sound good. there was a Christmas party and Raymond and I were there, and uh, you know, you have a couple beverages and you think that you can read music and you, think that you can play the, you know, I could play the piano like if I had to, like if I was completely sober and like nobody was watching, but like yeah. for some reason we thought it'd be a good idea to go up and uh, alcohol's do, funny that think, way. Yeah, we, we, we went up there and tried to uh, to to give them a little bit of a show, the people that were at the bar, that no one asked for, by the way. No one was like... <laughs> that like, surprises one person me. Me too, honestly. <laughs> they were like, you look like the piano man over there. I know that's Billy Joel, but you could do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one was like, we got to get you guys on stage. It was literally just like one person was like, hey, there's a piano and a microphone up there. Wouldn't that be fun? If you, and then we're like... You know, Ray and I are such like even when we're Challenge drunk, accepted. we're just like such attention junkies that we're like, let's do it. And then yeah. we go up there and I might have been playing a different song than he was. Singing. I truly don't remember, <laughs> but I remember that it wasn't good. That's what I do know. It yeah. was not good. And You're I don't think we finished the song, honestly. Yeah, that's funny. Um, nice. 
there is one more question we do want to ask you. And, Please. Uh, uh, thank you again for taking the time to do all this. We, Absolutely. We, we ask yeah. all the guests who come on here uh, about who their least favorite movie character is. And I'm interested to hear who you have to say. Some of the some of the favorites that we always bring up are Jenny from Forrest Gump and Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka. And uh, yeah, I hate I hate dick. Short Round from uh, uh, Temple of Doom from Indiana oh, Jones. Yeah. But uh, we're we're interested to hear what you have to say, Colin. So I thought I gave this a lot of thought, and I have uh, I kind of have two. And oh, that's the same perfect. Movie. Uh, same, and it's a little bit of a nerd thing, but I'm a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan. Okay. Uh, first one would be Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, uh, maybe one of the worst. Like I, I, I remember seeing it when I was younger and being like, okay, I guess this is funny. And then I watched them somewhat recently, the the movies, yeah. and uh, you have a lot of free time when you're a comic. So I sometimes I'll just watch the entire Star Wars franchise. Uh, but I was like. Who thought this was a good like who was sitting around and being like, we should take one of the coolest movies and put, you know, basically a bad open micer into yeah. it. This just like <laughs> making like the dumbest jokes. And uh, in the same movie franchise, uh, Anakin, the dude that plays the Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen. Uh-huh. Uh, I like him at the very end of those movies. But up until then, I'm like, you're a dork dude like you all you do is complain and like it's so cheesy like some of the like the scenes where yeah. he's like he's like upset he's like a ba- he's like a brat he's just like but nobody understands me i'm like oh god like what are you a 14 year old it's so he's just lame. like brooding but, and upset and pouting the yeah. whole time <laughs> And you can't be brooding when you have like a rat tail out of the side of your head. Like it <laughs> yeah. just isn't a good look, no you know. Doubt. And then between him and you know Jar Jar Binks, I'm like, this is this was some crazy choices. That <laughs> yeah, they made. those are yeah. Uh, when the when the Mandalorian came out. I, I I liked the Mandalorian and I liked the original three Star Wars movies. So I watched them. And when the Mandalorian came out and everything came to Disney, I was like, you know what? I should rewatch the first three movies, episode one through three. And I saw episode one, like when it came out and I remember kind of liking it then, but I didn't really remember it and trying to watch it again. Now I couldn't sit through the whole thing. Really? Not episode one with Jar Jar Binks. I did kind of get through it, but it was like, let's uh, chip away at this. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to like them, but I just, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's so over the top. It's so forced. He's just like the joke. It like just draws your attention away. It just like it's it's more of a distraction to like have that character there, almost. Well, you know, they were trying to do. I a hundred percent what they're trying to do is they're like, let's make like we got to put something in here that's gonna be like the new toy. You know, we need something that's gonna be like the new fun toy. And they introduced that character and. (laughs) Little did they know that they just released a just, you know, like a, a real hellacious movie ruiner uh, onto the. I mean, I think most people you would ask if they're Star Wars fans, they would say, I don't know any Star Wars fan that's like, but I think the best part of those movies was that long haired uh, jokester that was running around, you know, not even, that, like, yeah, just. Not even doing just like that? a Jamaican accent. Like he's like doing like a Jamaican <laughs> accent, which is also weird. Yeah. He's like, oh, Holy we said going to go down to the, you know, and it's like, what? Yeah. What? Like, he what? has like broken English. Like that. that's so confusing. Like uh, if you're going to have him do like, I don't know, like a different voice, like have it just be completely different. 
But maybe maybe yeah. English is his second language. But I feel like so he is capable of that. But then he's just slightly off, like you said. <laughs> it sounds like slightly off kilter. Yeah. Like his his dad's from Jamaica, and yeah. now he has yeah. like a little bit of a dialect of an accent. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very strange, and uh, can't stand him. Can't stand it <laughs> either. One of them in in those. Movies. I feel like we mentioned uh, him last week. Did we? If you're a big Star Wars fan, then Colin. Are they Star worth, Wars fan? Are they worth me watching episode one through three? Yeah, you know, I look at Star Wars movies the way I look at uh, like like McDonald's, where I'm like, I know this isn't the best thing for me, but it's gonna <laughs> yeah. feel good. You yeah. know, like that's so the way I look at those those yeah. one through threes. You know, it's just like this is comfortable. I can I can do this in a hotel room. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. For McDonald's. Yeah. So this is comfortable. I can yeah. have this in a hotel room yeah, and not be absolutely. sad. They won't you know? see me shamefully in my robe doing this. Right. Dude, I'll tell you, I'll give you one better. I was in my car recently eating McDonald's, watching one of those movies. In a <laughs> oh, wow. Because, Dude, yeah, I mean, in a robe? I'm telling you guys, when I tell you I have some free time on my hands when I'm traveling, I'm, I mean... It's as free as you can imagine. Like <laughs> the freest time you've ever had in your life. That's what yeah. I had. I, uh, I, I wanted to watch the so newer awesome. Star Wars movies. So I thought maybe I should go back and see it from the very beginning. Is that worth... Are, they, are any of the movies worth me seeing? Me only seeing the original three movies. I think, I think, yeah. I, I mean, they're not... You're, you don't need to see them. But to me, I'm such a huge fan of them that like... I'm also like one of those people that like... I'm such a, it's such a, like a lame thing to say, but like I watch people are always like, Oh, did you see the new like movie up for Oscars? I was like, no, like I watched the same 10 movies. It's the star Wars movies. It's the Lord of the Rings movies. It's Harry Potter, the rush hour. I'm a huge rush hour fan. I just like a good franchise. I watch a good franchise from start to finish. That's my problem is like, I'll start a movie and I'll be like, well, I guess, Clear of the week because we're not going to not watch all eight of these. Now you I know, watch the like, rest. I have to do it now. Yeah. So don't get your hands on Lethal Weapon or uh, what, what's the new one? Uh, Fast and Furious. Not uh, that that's yeah, new, the, but there's yeah, what the, twelve the, of those. They're so blown that has out. to be one of the biggest. Uh, yeah. It's like the Final Fantasy I've, movies. After Brian O'Connor or what's his name? What Paul Walker died? Uh, it yeah. just went downhill. How many I are there now? Are there ten? Too many. I, I think, think there's. I think there's nine. Who bought the franchise? Somebody like stupid bought the franchise, didn't they? Like Disney or something? Oh, I don't know. That's why it's all. Well, like- I'll t- I would say they're far from stupid because I've seen those movies and <laughs> seen the hype around them. And dude, that's like buying. I mean, if you bought those that franchise, that's like buying like a like a Dunkin' Donuts chain. It's just it's like just we're so, just printing money just now. So off, you know, it's just so off center from where it started. I don't understand how it's. Yeah, started. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, the last yeah. one they were in space. That's you know, what the I first mean, one they man. were like trying no to sense. steal like, like uh, DVD players or something. Yeah, like. like it, uh, you know, it's just so far. Uh, this is a hot topic for me. Colin, as a Harry Potter guy, did you watch the uh, the uh, reunion? I did. I watched the reunion. <laughs> I am a sucker for reunions. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was it was all right. It was cool you to see what? some of these people. I'll tie this together and then we'll wrap this up soon. Um, my brother absolutely hates Voldemort or not Voldemort, uh, Dumbledore from the first one. Uh, So for like his least favorite movie character, because he rigs it essentially for Gryffindor in the first one. 
Like at the at the yeah. end, he's like, "Here's fifty points. You played the greatest game of Wizards chess. Here's ten bucks. Here, what's his name? Neville. You showed bravery, and it's worth ten points. <laughs> like I, I'd like to know like how much. Like ten points seems to be a lot because they won with like two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to go too in depth here, but uh, you know, to I, I I understand what your brother's trying to say as. Uh, <laughs> As somebody who who's not really totally with it, um, but I do think that you know, first of all, if you were a fan of the books, you know this is going to happen. Second of all, you know it. They were tied. They were so close. That's the thing that them and Slytherin were so close to to who was going to win, and it was those last ten points. So yeah, but you know, it, I've seen a lot of the games go to over. I mean, look at the NFL for God's it did. Sake. It did get close. It goal. did get close from Neville getting like the ten points to then, but they also gave like Harry, Hermione, and Ron like fifty points each. Like they climbed like hundred and sixty points on the last ten minutes. Yeah, they make up a ton of points in the last, you know, it's like the final round of Family Feud. You're like, I don't think this is going to happen. Maybe the points are worth double that. <laughs> yeah, I think, but to, in their defense, uh, again, it's like just they did survive death, you know? I mean, yeah, so like for sure. They, what they did was definitely more important than like perfect attendance and your right, herbology exactly. class. So maybe right. the points should be weighted differently, but it does right. seem a little fishy. It's of course it seems fishy, you know. But then Richard Harris ends up dying, and they had to recast him. So I so, don't know. I don't know if it's. Connected. I guess it I all works know. out in the end, is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Don't your thank for your brother's sake. I hope he knows that Richard Harris, one of the greatest actors of our time, is dead, yeah. and uh, he can watch the rest of those movies in peace, knowing that Richard Harris is no longer Dumbledore. So. Are you are you an original? I don't want to get too far into this. Are you an original Dumbledore versus? Uh, New Dumbledore. I mean, I hate to say, you know, again, I love any, <laughs> I love the movies, but yeah, I like the OG better. I felt like he was closer to the character in the books. He was a little more chill. He was a little more silly. He was a little like sort of uh, softer of a character. And, yeah. but like, you know, the new one is kind of intense. He's like yelling all the time. He's <laughs> yeah. sort of, he's kind of a jerk. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it was just like somebody's grandfather. Well, like, maybe that's, where that's they more accurate. It's like yeah. so, sort of like a grumpy pap. To yeah, play the new Dumbledore. Harry Potter and senile Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Colin, thank you again. Tell everybody where they can find all your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Colin underscore comedy. Twitter is Colin comedy. I'm on TikTok with one of those names. Just search Colin comedy. <laughs> it does. I hate it. I really hate TikTok, uh, but I'm on there. I and uh, I, I put yeah. my uh, special out and album out in January. The special is on my YouTube page for free. Hello, it's me. Uh, you could find that. And then the album is on all streaming platforms right now. So check it out. Yes. Thank awesome, you again, man. Colin. Thank you. We'll, we'll put all that stuff in our info, but definitely go through all that. Look at Colin's yeah. stuff and listen to his podcast. I was listening to it earlier just uh, so I could, you know, have something to talk about and, uh, you know, do some due diligence. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. I saw his thing, but I, I haven't listened to his podcast yet. And I listened to it today and I just put it on and I listened to the whole thing. Like, it, I was. Easy I laughed listening. out loud. It was very funny. So I highly Good recommend stuff. that as well. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, guys. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You'll have to click through on Facebook and Instagram so you can see what it would have looked like. Had you been able to see us? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Next time I'm in Pittsburgh, we'll do it live. Yeah, they say. we would love yeah. to, Colin. Thank you so much and continued success. Please. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. Thanks.
There you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week. Woo! Woo!